Guys, are you worried that you're losing your hair? Do you look in the mirror and see less hair looking back at you? Maybe you're thinking, it's cool, I'll shave it. Or I'll just wear a hat from now on. Or maybe even, I'll just break the bank to get plugs. But before you shave, hide, or replace your hair, have you thought about regrowing it? Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. Not just once, but every month. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash regrow. Do it today, and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash regrow. This is Old School on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. This is old school versus new school. Oh, no, nah, man. We, <laughs> the thing you don't understand is uh, it has been, man. We're done. I, man, my, my days is – the good thing about it is, I can tell you this right now, um, no matter where direction that the university goes, mm-hmm. I can sit back and I, – I, I guess I, since I'm on air, I'll say I'll smoke a cigar, but I don't mm-hmm. smoke cigars. Yeah. Um, I like the nature's – Nature's yes, it, sir. What is it called? The devil's lettuce. Yes, sir. Like, yes. You know, it was funny. I had a kid. I had a, I had a fourteen-year-old kid. We got we were we were playing in a tournament once, and we were we just had our team breakfast, and then we got on the elevator to, you know, go, say you know go up and get ready to go to the game. It was this is one of the best moments I ever had coaching. Seriously, seven thirty in the morning, just drove. I think we were playing up in Des Moines somewhere, so I'm tired. You know, we drove up late Friday night, Saturday morning. You, first of all, you got to make sure everybody's there. So we're getting up there, and in in the he's he's this dude always always mess with us like, dude, you ain't never had a bad day in your life. I said you could have five Fs, and you coming in here because you gonna figure. He thinks he's gonna figure it out, but he's a good kid. So we so somebody must have been on the elevator before, you know. Left left the left, essence. Left the essence. And so, <laughs> you know, me being the adult, I didn't want to say anything. You know what I mean? Because you know, I think he I mean, might have been the twelve, thirteen, fourteen years yeah. old. He was he he's like he 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 breathed in. He's like he's like ah the devil's lettuce, <laughs> right? But hold on, hold on. This is the best part. He did that and simultaneously got to his floor, door open, and walked out. When I tell you, I was laughing so hard, I was oh, crying. Oh. I couldn't even speak because I couldn't believe I just heard. First of all, I didn't even haven't heard it call it the devil's lettuce before. Uh. But then it all was like then everybody looked at we all looked at each other like did he just say that? And then. Drop the mic. I so now we back to now we. we I back may to, be uh, the I may be the only person I know who's only taken one puff of oh. it ever, ever. I did. Why? I, one, why? One why, puff. Why? Why just not uh, participate, I, my brother? I, well, this is the thing. Come on, man. I, but I asked the same question. Like, Dang. why? Why? Why should I? Yeah, that's true. 
Like I, I do it because I, I don't. I mean, I, you I know, like I'm it. a natural like, contrarian, I, I like so I don't know I why like you for, why that surprises you. I though. like it for. I, I, it's not. I don't do it for recreation. I do it for pain management. No, the, see, and 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 that that's yeah. evolved as well. Right. So circa 1970, when everybody was doing yeah. it, and I was trying to figure out who I was. So right, I yeah. wasn't in control of me. That was my one thing. I had enough difficulty yeah. trying to control me yeah, I got you. sober. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it depends on uh, your so, I so, mean, you, get, you get you a bad batch, you have a bad you, – you might, you might not have a good experience, man. But, I, uh, I just never – I never I – ne- well, I'll say this, because my older brother never did, and he was my hero. So he, and then I was an athlete. So I was playing ball all the time, and I didn't want anything getting in the way. I I I didn't want to get anything get in the way. So I just I made that choice. And then it's funny because everybody else in my family, <laughs> other than my, me and my brother, they if if there was a Hall of Fame for 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 enjoy, indulging, they're in it. Like they're in the Snoop Dogg wing. But you, you know, they're in the Cat yeah, Williams yeah. wing. They're in the yeah. Cheech and Chong wing. I'm gonna ask you this. I, I'm gonna ask you this. I'm gonna ask you this before we get into the this Willie, post. the Willie Nelson wing. The old, the, I was gonna ask you. Was, you took the words right out the, the the person that they will get into football. The, the one person that Snoop said that smoked him underneath the table was Willie Nelson. And Snoop said, and that's big, you know, considering Snoop. But back to the old, back to this new school. Um, Thinking, but you know, to be honest with you, with this Nebraska, uh, you, you got to give, you know, on the surface, you got to give the coaching staff credit where they came in, and uh, you know, you got. I mean, first of all, that I thought coming into this job, being a four and eight team, um, truth be told, I always said this is an easy job to take over, and reason why is because. And you got to give Scott Frost and his staff credit too, but then also you got to give major props to Mickey Joseph and that same staff as well. So there's two staffs built into one. Yes. A lot of the recruiting and a lot of the stuff went since Mickey came, it really changed and really amplified, even though they were kind of on, you know, lame duck type of status, approve it type of status. I don't want to say lame duck because I think if they would have played substantially better, they would probably still be here so anyways well they could have been 500 and still not got the job <laughs> true but i think but i think if the carolina product, if, if the if, if the product was better uh, better yeah. you wouldn't have had as much transition or during the season at least right. so a lot of the legwork was done prior to um so and a lot of the change in you know or con- start of a snowball change in the culture yeah. was done yeah. after game four Right, because the culture just didn't change with the head coaching change. It changed that you had co- the coaching staff, and you got to give the guys that were you know here before you know obviously Mickey and Bill Bush took over that they said you know what we're professionals we're gonna go we're gonna help this thing out and they all coached their butt off and finished out the right way and did the, so you got to give that give them props and part they're part of this right here you know this end product so you got to give them you know more um, don't don't just think like oh this has just been Matt Rule and those guys, and they just went out. You know, this some of the work has been done before. Now on to the present-day staff. you got to give them credit to come in at the, what, the Monday after Iowa, right, mm-hmm. or head coach, at, and then piece together a staff. I mean, the last three guys didn't get hired until 
way after the first signing period and rehab uh, relationships, you know, Malachi Coleman being one of them, um, Cameron Linhart being another because he de- decommitted. Dylan. It, yeah, he de- he, de- he decommitted. Mickey re- rehabbed the Dylan uh, Rayola. Matt Rule continued along it mm-hmm. and now is a true player in it. And now a lot of things have – now it's in more in – I wouldn't say in Nebraska's control – but they actually have a legitimate chance. Now they, they could, they won't lose him. I felt like they lost him the first time. I can't speak for him. Yeah, he he, they, didn't, they he lost didn't so him. much choose other. They, they lost. They lost. They him. had him to lose. They lost him, and and if they if they don't get him this time, somebody else. It won't because they you know they lost him. And so, so they that, have they're in a really good spot. They're in the they're there's no, they're doing every at least. We we'll use I the know. sports analogy. They control their own destiny. Well, they're not. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't think that because if they wanted to control it, he'd be committed right now. Yeah. But they are doing everything that they can do. You okay. won't go back and say what if. But uh, you know, they've done a decent, you know, a good job of going out and addressing some some needs and trying to. You know, this is this is Matt Rule par for the course. You no know, different. He's done it everywhere he's been at. He kind of came in and about faced everything in the in the program and including the roster. Is that good this and, uh, time? Well, because we, the last because to, the, the last see. time that happened, we about to see people lost their minds because this was this is the mecca and change. Well, when was the last time? Well, post Coach Osborne, or actually, well, well, actually I mean, when the, no, well, actually when the new different. AD came in and 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 facilitated yeah. some of the removal of the the legacy well, and we'll connection. See. Well, I mean, right? I, I think the biggest thing. Well, first of all, biggest. There's two different things here. Like, if you're just looking coach to coach, Matt Rule has a track record before here that has worked out in some form or fashion in a positive way. I'm sure that some of his you know, remnants and left, not leftovers, but remnants is still at Temple and probably help uh, David Randa down there at Baylor continue along the process from what he, you know, he came into Baylor, blew that thing up, got it to be winning to where now they're pretty, you know, they're better than when they were before. You know what I mean? So I think like that's a little bit different versus like, unless Matt rule comes out and says, I want, I, either says it or by actions I consciously want to erase the five national championships and the winning ways around here then there is no there is no there isn't there's nothing that's the same whereas like Callahan was like consciously trying to do it now until they say that you know like guys that have played here can't come around and all that stuff and the stuff that they were doing when Callahan was here it's it's a little different so now do I really think you needed to blow it up? Most likely not. But that's but you're, when you're paying somebody, what is it, eight, nine, ten million bucks? Then you know that's their that's their that's their prerogative to do it. Well, I look I look at it this way, and in fairness, I would ask you the same thing I asked myself about it. When it comes to a new coach coming into a situation like this, would I change certain things? Not oh, everything. Sure. I wouldn't change everything. I wouldn't change everything. Yeah, I don't. I, but I'm, there are definitely things that need to be changed so i would ask you they're, they're now the fighting it. foremans but they're already doing <laughs> it like like the they're them going out and and, and granted the first year it's always an uptick because look the same thing that all the 
media heads were talking about are talking about Matt Rule stuff. The, the staff they were saying it about Frost mm. and those guys. Frost was literally coaching in the, you know coaching UCF, mm. flying out to get Adrian, flying back for practice. He mm. was doing all that, mm. and the and the staff was out recruiting. You know, and so they, so the first year is I would say is always the easiest, but. Uh, you know, I think they've changed probably their approach. I think isn't they, that the easiest year to recruit? Sometimes, but not not really. Not well, I mean, really. look but if it, you're the it, new guy in the new if you're the new guy in the neighborhood with the new house and the newest furniture and the newest stereo being put in, your house is immediately the most popular house in the neighborhood. Sometimes, but, right? But 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 until they but, find out you can't cook and you can't grill yeah, and you don't you, season your meat, yeah, like then they're like then immediately like okay, nah, yeah. But if you're if you've been a loser like Nebraska's been a loser, you ain't, ain't nothing easy. It's not, man. You can't selling a loser for the last I don't know however many years is not not an easy job. That's why you got to give them the props, but also you got to give props with the guys that have been here before um, and set the foundation. I think this is an easier job when you're taking over four and eight. So that's why I'm, I'm probably would say that if I was coming in, would I change everything? I don't think you have to. I'm not a. I cause I learned this in the NFL. Just because guys are on bad teams doesn't mean all fifty-three guys are bad players. That, Facts. That, it's just Facts. It's just humanly impossible. Facts. Just on the pure numbers, you Facts. know what I mean? It, it, you can't say that everybody here, you, everything is wrong. Now that, that so maybe some things have been done wrong, or the way they went about it is done wrong, or some things have been glossed over that should have been paid more attention to, so forth and so on. But I think as he's going about it, it's different. You know, I think I'm sure that you know. You know, the communication is probably a little bit more effective. I think the plan probably in recruiting is probably they've done it before. I think these guys have done, you know, they're kind of like doing the little things. Now you got to continue to do this in year two, three, four, and five, six, and seven, and eight, you know, and all this other stuff. So, but, um, you know, it's a good start. And they got a ton of guys that, you know, that wide receiver room and that edge room, boy, they're going to be looking or looking at each other. You know, I know some guys, you know, like I think Maverick Noonan will eventually – you know, probably be big enough to go from the edge into maybe like a five or something like that and some other guys. But, you know, the, you know, there's a lot of new faces going in there with guys that have been waiting for their opportunity. So, like I said, when you get here, it doesn't mean that this whole roster was garbage or they're not good players or they're, they don't know how to play football. I think it's when you when you aren't really dominant at the quarterback position mm -hmm. and your average at best especially on the offensive line position or offensive line and what you've done to develop the offensive line before they've gotten here and maybe you missed on some guys then that's how you're able you know that's how you're you know you struggle a little bit you, and you you said you did a perfect setup and segue yeah next segment was this because the question for me was where do you rate the rooms Rate the rooms on, and you can tell me whether you want to rate it from zero to five or from zero to ten. I, I was told that you're not supposed to do zero to ten. I, I heard the new age. See, we're going new age here, right? Okay, new age, Austin. This is probably yeah. in your age range, right? Mm -hmm. you, right? Since you're overling, it's supposed to be zero to seven. I'm all in. Let's do a twenty okay. to eighty scale. We'll, right? we'll do we'll it do is. zero to seven. Zero to seven. That's what I've heard. It's, J four ten. Zero, the, this it, is the high. This is the Harvard. This is the Ivy League degree. Oh, somebody told me this, so I can't <laughs> take credit for it. I'm, I've been, I, only two ways I knew how to measure it: zero to ten and zero to five. One to five. That's it. Because when you go to the doctor's office, this is the standard. Yeah. We will have Jay break down. We'll go through the rooms, all of the rooms of this program, and Jay Foreman will break it down when we come back. Watch Old School Live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.